The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Shopping for the best e-commerce tips, tricks, and techniques? Looking for better ways to push your product out of your online store? Watch your shopping cart overflow because you found the e-com experts. The e-com experts show you what you need to know to be a successful online retailer. Learn their search marketing strategies, their web marketing wisdom, and their calculated conversion measures. Welcome the host of Ecom Experts, Shauna Siegel. Hello, everyone, and welcome to tonight's show. If you are listening live, it is March 21st, and I'm starting to see some of our regulars joining us in the room. So hello, everybody. Wonderful, wonderful to have you here. And if you're not in our chat room, well, why the heck not? Get your butt in here. You know what to do. Go to webmasterradio.fm and go to the very top of the website, and there's a little link there for the chat, and click on that. Make sure you fill out your name. Come over here. Say hello. You know we want to have you in here. We love having you in here. We have so much to talk about. We've got a great guest tonight. Um, we're going to have lots of fun. Make sure you fill out that name, though. We want to know who you are. We want to say hi to you. We love having Having you here, and we've got a really great topic tonight. We have a phenomenal guest, so let's go ahead and get started. Um, actually, a lot of you will remember this lady from the New Life event. Unfortunately, she had an emergency and she wasn't able to join us. But our guest tonight is Melinda Emerson, and she's also known as Twitter's Small Biz Lady. She's a seasoned entrepreneur, professional speaker, and small business coach. And her area of expertise includes small business startup, business development, and social media. And this is the stuff that we all love to talk about. So she also has a book called Become Your Own Boss in 12 Months, a month-by-month guide to a business that works. We love that. So Melinda, welcome to the show. It's wonderful to have you here. Thank you so much, Shauna. I'm so excited to have an opportunity to finally spend some time with you. Oh, I am excited, too. I mean, we were so excited to get together and talk and give some great education for the New Life event. And I understand emergencies happen, but I'm just so glad we got to get you on the show. Absolutely. I wouldn't have missed it. Oh, good. Good, because we have so much good information to share. And, and you know, I, I, I would love for people to hear a little bit more about you. And how did you get started in all this? Well, I have to tell you, I started out my career professionally as a television producer, but I knew when I was in college that one day I wanted to own my own production company. There's this woman, you may have heard of her, her name is Oprah Winfrey, and she started Harpo Studios when I was in college, and that gave me the idea that one day I wanted to start my own business, my own production company. And so in 1999, I walked away from the TV news business and started my own company, and then about... Five years into it, I started getting calls that went a little bit something like this. Girl, I want to be like you. I want to quit my job today. Tell me how to, can I become an entrepreneur? And my response was, girl, you love product. Get off of my phone. What are you talking about? You can't quit your job. You know, Go back in there and do what the folks ask you to do and stop wasting my time. But the calls kept coming, and literally the next thing I knew, I was like this accidental small business coach, right? So once you run a successful business and people know that you do that, people start asking you for help and advice. And, you know, me, I'm an opportunist. I'm an entrepreneur. I can always see a new business opportunity. So then I created um, MFE Consulting LLC, which is strictly a business to help people start and grow profitable and sustainable small businesses. I signed up for NSA. I became a professional speaker. I developed my signature content. And I started out with this little special report that I created called 44 Things to Do Before You Go Into Business. It's a 12-page special report. I give it away for free at my website, succeedisyourownboss.com. But when I first started out, that was all I had, and it became viral on the Internet. Next thing you know, I was getting calls for interviews for this little 12-page pamphlet that I created. And then that led to my book deal. So that's how I got my book deal with Adams Media for Become Your Own Boss in 12 Months. It's been out over a year now. It's a bestseller. It's in its second printing. I'm so excited about that. 
And in the course of getting ready to launch the book and wanting to build my author platform, I went out to Twitter. That was where I decided that I wanted to make my mark with my social media footprint. And you won't believe this, Shauna, but my name, Melinda Emerson, was taken. I couldn't believe it. I was the only Melinda Emerson that I knew. But thanks to Facebook, I found out that there are seven of us in the United States, and one of them has already gone out to Twitter. So I had to come up with a new name. So I sat down with my PR woman that was helping me with my book launch. And mind you, this is 18 months before my book even launched. And she said, well, why don't we come up with a name that tells people who you are and what you do? So first she was like, how about Small Biz Guru? I said, you know what, it's a big mudge for me with my first book coming out to call myself a guru. You know, I just didn't feel like going there. And I thought that Michael (laughs) Gerber might have a thing to to say to me about that. And she also said, well, what about Small Business Expert? That's great keywords. It might be, but again, I didn't feel comfortable with that. And then uh-huh. she said, how about small biz lady? And I was like, you know, I think I like that. I think that's me. And the rest is history. As it turns out, that was the best branding thing that ever happened to me because there are thousands of small business experts on Twitter, but there is only one small biz lady, and that's me. And I have been able to leverage that. And what happened is I did such a good job branding myself and building my own brand for my book that now I speak at as many social media marketing conferences as I do small business conferences, and it created a complete additional line of business for me in my business. So, you know, that's my story, the quick and dirty story, and, uh, you know, that's how I, I got here today. I love it, and I apologize for my goldies. My son came in, you know. Um, I love your story. I absolutely love your story. And what's even more amazing is that you became one of Forbes' 20 women to follow on Twitter. Yeah, that was pretty awesome last fall. wow. Yeah. (laughs) Well, one of the things you've got to do, if you're going to be out here in social media and be relevant to your core audience, you have to provide good information. You know, value is the currency that people are looking for on the Internet. And I made it my business. You know, I have a blog, SucceedAsYourOwnBoss.com. I blog five days a week, and I'm always coming out with my own helpful content. But in addition to that, I have, in addition to my helpful content, I also constantly retweet other people's helpful content and information because that's what it's about. It's about tooting other people's horn, frankly, way more than you toot your own horn. So I try to retweet other people's information in a four-to-one ratio, even over my own. Uh, I love that you bring that up because um, actually earlier today, um, Cat's Closet and uh, Miss Karen... Uh, Locker, who's in the room today, I did an interview on their radio show this afternoon, and which ladies, y'all need to have her on your radio show, so so yeah, y'all need to talk to her, um, but we were talking about Twitter in this conversation I had this weekend um, with this lady about uh, using social media to promote her business because she created this very unique product, and I was telling her she needs to go out and meet five new people a day on Twitter and, and go out and talk with people to you know, this is how she's going to meet new people and people are going to see her product and they're going to go, oh my God, I want it because they're the most adorable little pin cushions you've ever seen that look like little chicks. And so she said, so I'm supposed to message them and tell them about my, my product? And it's like, no, 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 not hardly. No, 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 no. And so we started discussing all the different, you know, how when you're in e-commerce, you want to approach Twitter one way. And when you're a businesswoman like yourself, you're approaching it another way. And I love the way that Twitter can be used to reach such a different marketplace, you know, like you're trying to reach out to other professionals and you're retweeting information, you're giving valuable information, yet if you're an e-commerce owner, you want to use it to give valuable information, but also use it to connect with those customers and ask them how was their day and ask them about the things they like. And, And I just love how you brought that up about bringing, you know, giving valuable information because there's so many ways that you can use Twitter to grow your business, but you have to do it the right way. Absolutely, because, you know, it is gauche out in Twitter to say, buy my stuff, buy my stuff, oh, by the way, buy my stuff. I mean, it's, 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 you just cannot operate that way. It's really got to be about give to get. 
If you mm-hmm. give good information, if you give help to people, you know, of course they'll be interested in what you're doing and, and doing business with you. And that's really, really what it's about. Mm. And you know, our I love I love our conversation so much. I forgot that we really should just take a real quick break. <laughs> So don't go anywhere. You guys are listening to and enjoying as much as I am. Melinda Emerson, the small biz lady, and we will be right back. You're listening to Ecom Experts on webmasterradio.fm. Time to check out our sponsors. Ecom Experts will return after this. Our clients have earned over $1 billion. Now it's your turn. With over 20,000 products to promote across a huge variety of niches, ClickBank provides countless ways for any affiliate to make money. You can promote any product immediately. No contracts required. Looking for recurring commissions? Upsell products? ClickBank's got them. And best of all, you can make up to 75% commissions. Ready to become the next ClickBank success story? Sign up now for free at ClickBank.com. If you're looking for a new multifaceted SEO and social media tool set, look for The Raven. Raven has the important tools that every internet marketer needs. Raven offers customized metrics for managing link building campaigns, social media campaigns, with campaign reporting and research tools that you can easily manage. Build up campaign performance for your clients and give your team the tools that will make them soar. If you want to increase your internet marketing revenue, look for The Raven. Go to raventools.com. That's raventools.com. Looking for an affiliate network that can package every solution an advertiser or publisher needs in one account? Your one-stop source for full-service solutions is AdMedia.com. AdMedia delivers an incredible lineup of specialized XML feeds for local, social, and search, plus the advertising arsenal of PPC, SEM, contextual, display, and more. AdMedia gives your campaign real visibility, from emailers to domain redirects. AdMedia tailors your all-in-one campaign to give your account a real advantage. AdMedia.com delivers cost-effective ad solutions with real conversions. Learn everything AdMedia can do for you today. Sign up at AdMedia.com. AdMedia, strong ROI made simple. You're back with the Ecom Experts, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's Shauna Siegel. Welcome back, everybody. And if you are on Twitter, you got to add this lady because as a small business owner, medium-sized business owner, whatever, she's always putting out some really great advice. And it's small biz, B-I-Z, lady, okay? Check her out on Twitter. Forbes says she's the 20 women to follow on Twitter, and you will enjoy. Great. We're getting message in chat that... I just added her, added, added. So we're getting lots of those. So, you know, who do you think, I mean, you brought up this idea about people coming to you and wanting to start a business, start a business, start a business. And and I know exactly what you're talking about. And then you brought up the aha Oprah, which by the way, maybe we should work together to get on her show before it ends. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm already campaigning, but I'm glad to add you to my process. <laughs> Because I'm going, no, I don't have enough time to get on my honor show. That's like my goal in life. Oh, but, you know, a lot of people come and they say, you know, what does it take to start a business or um, should I start a business? And when people come to you and ask these questions, what do you say? Well, the first thing I tell them is that they need a life plan before they ever write a business plan. You know, it really bothers me that in this country, as soon as somebody says that they want to start a business, the first thing people start talking about is business plan. And I'm like, "Uh uh-uh, no, no, you need to really understand what you want out of life, what you're willing to do and what you're not willing to do, and how much money you need to make to be happy. These are critical decisions because you can mess around and really trade in a soul-making job for a business that feels like a noose around your neck if you don't take the time to answer those questions first. The Mm -hmm. second thing I think people need to do is develop a financial plan. You know, you need to have three pools of money in place before you make your transition from job to entrepreneur. Number one, you need to have an emergency savings account for your household. 
Number two, you need to be in a position to go without a paycheck for a year or two because it takes, on average, 18 to 36 months for a business to break even, let alone, you know, be able to replace your corporate salary. And the third thing you've got to keep in mind is that your money to start your business is going to come from your right or your left pocket. There are no grants out here for startup businesses. Banks do not loan money to start up businesses. The best you'll be able to do with a great business plan and financial projections is to get a micro loan from a nonprofit that's going to loan you at most $25,000. So I tell people all the time, BYOB doesn't just stand for become your own boss. It stands for be your own bank. The third thing mm-hmm. you've got to have is really – a, a good business concept, and then you need to look at what skills you have and what skills you need to start that particular kind of business. And then step four, you need to develop your marketing plan. And I pull the marketing plan out of the business plan because if you don't know who's going to buy from you and why, you probably have a half-baked business idea. You need to make sure that your business is a need and willing to pay for it. You know, a lot of times people get confused by need and want, things people need, things people want. I want you to sell things people are willing to pay for. And lastly, Mm -hmm. every small business really does need a plan. You really do need a business plan. And the easiest way to write a business plan is to get yourself some business plan software. But don't stop there. You should also take a business plan course because I think it's difficult to write a business plan start to finish with just business plan software. You usually need to have a human being that you can ask some questions to and get some additional insight so that you can finish your business plan and actually use it to run your business. And the last step in my system is to start your business while you're still working your job. Most people are starting professional service businesses or e-commerce businesses, Internet businesses. So those businesses clearly can be run on your weekends and your evenings. Do not give up your paycheck until you absolutely have to, because once it's off, it's off. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, and it's very, very difficult. I, 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 I think the problem is, is that especially when we first start out and you first open up a business that um, we almost get greedy with the profits um, let, let me let me give you a for instance, uh, Melinda. I'm working with a project I call the Now What Project, where I've opened up a store, and I am sharing all the details of the store, the statistics, the good, the bad, the ugly, um, mistakes that have been made, everything else. And actually, a post I'm writing this week is about the profit because I, I'm losing a lot of profit by making sure that. I'm doing all the extras because I'm selling a product that people will come back and buy again and again and again. So instead of making $10 on each sale, I may only make $3 because I'm including a free gift. I'm upgrading their shipping. I'm doing all of these things to ensure that I gain a lifelong customer instead of just getting that one sale. And I think that when we first start a business, we don't realize that that we need to not be so greedy, that it is going to take time to build that business, and we need to keep those kind of things in mind that we are trying to build a lifelong customer. That's exactly right, because really sustainable businesses have repeat business, you know, and it's much mm-hmm. less expensive to keep a customer than it is to go out and find a new one. So you should be taking really, really good care of your customers. It sounds like that's exactly what you're doing, and you will have those customers for life. You know, on average, if you get a customer into your sales cycle and treat them well, they'll buy from you seven times and then also give you referrals. If you start the relationship off right, that's how it's going to be. You know, it's just like dating. If you start the relationship off wrong, is going to be wrong, you know, so that's exactly how you, ha- you absolutely have to keep in mind the, the, the customer relationship. It's not about a customer, it's about the customer relationship, and you want to get to the point where your customers become an unpaid sales force for your business. Mm. And boy, do they ever. Boy, do they ever. And, and you know, with now with I started my first store 11 years ago, and they didn't have the social media that they do today to say, wow, I just got my order, and it sucked, 
and you suck or it was absolutely amazing. You are wonderful and I love you and I can't wait to do business with you again. Exactly, exactly. But the problem is is that the unhappy customer is the one that will talk on social media first. And that's mm-hmm. really that's really what you have to <laughs> and the loudest to. exactly because they'll get on a witch hunt, you know, telling everybody mm-hmm. in the world about themselves about about your their experience with your with your customer with their customer experience with your business. So that's definitely mm-hmm. the thing you want to guard against for sure. Now Matt has a great question because we do have a lot of listeners who. You know, they are they are extremely small, and they're wondering, what about having one-year savings, you know, for those people that maybe that's not realistic? Well, you know, you know how my can they start their own be, business? My system is meant to be ideal and not restrictive. I clearly understand there are people who have lost jobs. There are people who have, unfortunately, had jobs just disappear, and they've got to do what they have to do. But the steps are still important. Whether or not you have the savings or not, doesn't make the fact that you have to have a financial plan any less important. It's really about you still have to know who your customer is. You still need to know what skills you have and what skills you need so that when and if you're able to hire people, you know who to hire and how to hire them. And so, this, you know, your financial challenges are just going to make it harder for you, but it's not impossible. It's just harder. Yeah. And, you know, I, I also believe that if you really, really want it, nothing's going to stop you. You know, you, whatever hurdle comes your way, it's just a hurdle. You're going to jump it. You may have to take some time to climb over it. But if this is what you really want, you will make it. I totally agree with that. I mean, my system is meant to be ideal. My book, Become Your Own Boss in 12 Months, is the book I wish I had read 12 years ago when I started my first business. It's really like if I had to go back in time in a time machine and say, what would I do now? That's what I did. Half of the things in my book I actually did do, but the other, one, other ones are like just benefits from all the crazy expensive mistakes that I made starting out in business. And it's really hard. If you have a lot of credit card debt and you don't have savings or you have poor credit, you're just going to be in trouble because you can't even go into a Staples and get a charge card for Staples without them running your personal credit. Your personal credit is your business's credit when you first start out. So those things have to be taken into account because you're, you're mm-hmm. going to be a complete cash business, and that, you know, that's going to stifle the growth of your business ultimately. And again, if you don't have the credit, it's just another hurdle. Don't let it stop you if this is what you really, truly want. Because when I first started mine, I, you know, my ex-husband had uh, you know, not paid the car and it was just repossessed and I didn't have any credit whatsoever. And you know, yes, it depends on what type of business you're talking about. Good point, Matt. But just don't let it stop you. I mean, I was at the very bottom of the barrel, had the worst piece of junk car, um, had left my ex-husband in the middle of the night and all we had was clothes. And here I am today, 11 years later. It took me a long time and there is an ideal situation, but you will get there. You just have to keep running and crawling and doing whatever it takes to get over every single hurdle that you possibly can. Um, Let's take a real quick break, and then I want to talk to you about why you think most small businesses fail so often because it's – I hate to see it when it happens, but uh, we got to learn why they failed so that we don't repeat that and we don't want to repeat that ourselves. So don't go anywhere. You're listening to Ecom Experts on webmasterradio.fm. Time to check out our sponsors. Ecom experts will return after this. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts. But did you know they can help you with PVC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Oh yeah, my 
day is done, time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brad Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Two, one, boost to ignition. Ascend into new heights of ranking and revenue with a search engine-friendly online shopping cart that's ready for liftoff. Introducing Ascender Cart. Ascender Cart optimizes your shopping cart with easy-to-use SEO tools that will help build keywords, titles, and tags for top search engine rankings. Get all of the advantages of having a shopping cart on your site and monitor your progress with regular reports in just a click. Prepare to launch your shopping cart to the top of the search engines with Ascender Cart. Learn more about what Ascender Cart can do for you at AscenderCart.com. A-S-C-E-N-D-E-R-C-A-R-T.com. You're back with the Ecom Experts, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's Shauna Siegel. Welcome back, everyone. And we are here with Melinda Emerson. And a lot of you have added her to your Twitter, Small Biz Lady. So why do you think most or why do you think small businesses fail so often? Well, I think that there are five reasons why small businesses fail. And the number one reason why they fail is because people really don't think about what their life is going to be like running their business. So what happens is they spend all this time on their logo, their location, maybe even their business plan, and they forget about the 16 to 18-hour days. They've got to pull 18 days in a row. And so they look up, and this is like their new life, and they hate it. They're not willing to work that hard for themselves, and they wish they could go back into corporate America, and many of them do. So that's the number one reason. The second reason is because people have no network to sell to. It is astonishing how often people with no friends or people who are bad at keeping in touch with people or don't follow up or don't even send holiday cards will then start a business and then call people they haven't talked to in two or three years and try to sell them something or worse, try to get them to sell for them. So you need to make sure in the 12-month time frame that I talk about in my book, Become Your Own Boss in 12 Months, you got to get out there and beat the pavement. you got to get a network that you can sell to because when you start out in business, your network is your net worth. The third reason why small businesses fail is because people don't save enough money before they start their business. So what happens is some emergency in their personal life will torpedo their entrepreneurial dreams. The fourth reason why small businesses fail is because people try to sell to anybody that they think has money as opposed to having a niche target customer. It is extremely important to know who your customer is and why they buy from you, and more than that, specialize in solving that customer's problem. That's what it's really about. And the fifth reason, and this is the deadliest reason, Shauna, is because people don't manage their household with a budget. So guess what? They don't manage their business with one. And businesses that aren't run based on dollars and cents don't make many dollars or cents. And that's crazy. You know, we keep scoring business with revenue. So you need to make sure that you have a glorified, that you don't have a glorified hobby. You need to make sure that you have a real business and that you understand what all of your costs are. Many times people sell their products and services and they don't have a percentage of their overhead in their costs. They don't have a percentage of their legal fees or their marketing costs in their overall cost of their product and service. So they may be making sales and not making any money and not even know it. So don't let your fear of math have you not understanding what the numbers are in your business. By the 15th of the month, you should know how your business did the prior month so that you can make any adjustments in your marketing efforts. 
Excellent, excellent points. And, 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 you know, some people have a hard time tracking it and they, you know, maybe when you're first starting out, you can't afford to track it. But, you know, all you need to do is go to Google Docs and start, you know, one of their files right there and you can start tracking everything. I mean, their, their spreadsheet documents are extremely easy to use and you can start entering things in different cells and, and bam, there you go. Now you can start using that and it's free. And then when you have, you know, somebody that you meet uh, or a family member that can help you put it all together, you've got all this information right there. So excellent, excellent, excellent advice. So I, I wanted to ask you, what do you think are the, I know you've talked about the seven essential principles of a small business success. Can you go over that with our listeners? Absolutely. Um, You know, the seven essential principles of small business success are no sort of, you know, magic research that I pulled together. It was really just about all of the entrepreneurs that I saw that were really, really successful and the things that I saw common in those businesses, and that's really what the, the essentials of small business, you know, the seven essential principles of small business success are. So I'll go over those with you now. The first thing is that businesses that are really successful have a business banking relationship. They don't just go in and make deposits and withdrawals. They have a relationship. The manager and several of those tellers in that bank know them because if it comes down to a banking decision, they want to have an internal advocate that can vouch for their company. Whenever they get an award or whenever they're written up in the paper or they have a new product or service, they go in and meet with the manager of the bank and they know about what's going on with this business. Successful businesses also have excellent customer service. They are all about making sure that they get that good recommendation or that that customer comes back, and they understand it and have a system of customer service that everyone's trained on more than once a year. Successful entrepreneurs also have an entrepreneurial mindset. They're always on the lookout for new opportunities or how they can expand on the existing business that they have. They're not complacent, just taking the business that they have. They're always looking for new business. They also utilize strict fiscal discipline. You go into a successful business, they're running their business based on the numbers. They use budgets to make decisions, and they ask themselves why three times before any financial purchase is made for their business. These businesses also have what I call a kitchen cabinet of advisors. They have four to five people who are invested in the business, not an official board of advisors getting paid, but someone who is already an entrepreneur is advising this company. Somebody who is an existing customer is advising this company on budget cycles and, and opportunities to get additional business within their company. The third person in their kitchen cabinet of advisors is somebody who's a mentor, somebody who is retired and has time and certainly has resources that they're willing to share or certainly a major Rolodex that they're willing to lean on to get opportunities for this business. The fourth and fifth person in the kitchen cabinet of advisors is a lawyer or an accountant, maybe somebody you went to college with or somebody you know who's willing to answer a question from time to time without sending you a bill. And the reason why this group of people is called a kitchen cabinet of advisors is because they will work for food. They're not looking for money. And that's what you need, certainly, when you're first starting out. Uh (laughs) The other thing that successful businesses have is they have a well-defined brand identity. They don't have five different logos out there floating and four different taglines. You know what business they're in, and you know it every time, and you recognize it when when they see it. And the second to last thing, they know who their customer is. They have a niche customer. If everybody can use your service, nobody will. So it's very important that you have a niche target focus for your business. And lastly, successful businesses know their cash position every day. They're Mm -hmm. not guessing. They know what their cash position is because we all know cash is king. So if you use these principles, it can do nothing more than help your business run better. And this is what I think is the gold standard of running businesses nowadays. 
The cat's in there saying, if everybody can use your product, no one will. Excellent. Niche, niche, niche again. Thank you. So, (laughs) loves that. Absolutely love that. So, you you bring up so much and and it's like all throughout while you're talking, I'm going, yes, yes. Oh, that's me. That's me. Oh, yes. You know, even just the part about always thinking about entrepreneur, you know, thinking of new things, thinking of new ideas, trying to come up with new ideas of ways and, and just... You hit on a lot of big stuff, and I just absolutely love that. And I, um, I love what you had to say. And I think that the um, book—I know you go into a lot of this with your book. Is that correct? Oh yeah, the, all of these things are discussed in my book. I really walk people through, and I'm going to tell you for those of you that are already in business, I walk through chapter one through chapter ten, walks people through the planning system that I talked about earlier: life planning, financial planning validating your business concept, marketing plan, and business plan. From Chapter 11 on, I talk about how to run a successful business, and that's valuable for anyone. We talk about getting your website together and building your social media platform. We talk about hiring your first employees, negotiating you know, your start, and how to let the world know you're open for business, and how to manage your banking relationship and establish one. So I really walk you through those things that if you started, and maybe you started in a humbug kind of quick because something happened, this is going to be a great way for you to take a step back and take a deep breath and look at what you're doing and make sure that your business is on the right track. You know, a lot of people have given me feedback that it's really like a professional development course for people who are already in business. And I don't know about you, Shauna, but I'm a voracious reader, so I'm always trying to read the latest and greatest information that's out there about how to start and run a profitable and sustainable small business because it changes every day. You know, the Internet is changing the way everybody does business, so you've got to make sure that you're on top of your game. And that's what I try to do. I Basically, my book, Become Your Own Boss in 12 Months, is my love letter to entrepreneurs. I love you. That's why I told every expensive mistake I ever made in business in this book. But I also give you some great stories and some inspirational stories that will help you and really help you identify small things you can do to make big changes in your business. Mm, sounds like really great information. So can you tell everybody again the name of the book and where they can find it? Well, my book is Become Your Own Boss in 12 Months, a month-by-month guide to a business that works. If you want an autographed copy of my book, you can grab one on my website, succeedasyourownboss.com. That's also my blog, where I blog five days a week. If you're just interested in grabbing a copy of the book, my book is in bookstores nationwide and is available on Amazon.com. So if you just want to grab it, don't care about the signature, well, grab it anywhere. But if you want to get a little something from me, Certainly, you can go to my website. And also, if you want to download a free chapter of my book, you can do that at my website as well. And I also have a special special report that comes to you along with that free chapter. So you might want to take your part in that. And then if you like it, go out and buy it. So I've got <laughs> lots of ways that you can get, get the information. And definitely check her out on Twitter. Um, I mean, Forbes says, you know, you have to follow this woman. So Forbes <laughs> says, you know, you might want well, to just, just check on her Twitter, out. Also, I, I host just, a chat every Wednesday on Twitter from 8 to 9 p.m. Eastern called Small Biz Chat. So I answer questions every week with a special guest on some small business topic. Last week we had Jill Conrath, the author of Snap Selling, and she talked about how to get your sales and gear for your small business. And every Thursday on my blog, I, co- I post a Q&A from whoever was my guest on Small Biz Chat. So if you're not a big, big Twitter user, no worries, because I always repurpose the information on my blog every Thursday morning. So there's a treasure trove of information out there on my blog, succeedisyourownboss.com. Absolutely wonderful, wonderful information. Thank you, Melinda, so much for coming on the show. I'm so glad we finally got to hook up. I am hoping the next time we hook up again, we'll be on Oprah's stage. I would love it. I would love it. So you keep me posted if she calls you, okay? I will. I absolutely will. And you do the same. You do the same. All right. So for those of you that are listening, um, we are going to take a real quick break, and then we're going to talk about chapter one of our book club uh, for the New Life Book Club. We are reading the Yahoo Style Guide. It is an excellent book for those that are 
writing content for the web. You know, this is great whether you have a store or just a plain website or any website at all. This has been a really great book. Lots of great information, even in just chapter one. So don't go anywhere. We're going to have a quick talk about that. You're listening to Ecom Experts on webmasterradio.fm. Time to check out our sponsors. Ecom Experts will return after this. If you're looking for a new multifaceted SEO and social media tool set, look for The Raven. Raven has the important tools that every internet marketer needs. Raven offers customized metrics for managing link building campaigns, social media campaigns, with campaign reporting and research tools that you can easily manage. Build up campaign performance for your clients and give your team the tools that will make them soar. If you want to increase your internet marketing revenue, look for The Raven. Go to raventools.com. That's raventools.com. Our clients have earned over $1 billion. Now it's your turn. With over 20,000 products to promote across a huge variety of niches, ClickBank provides countless ways for any affiliate to make money. You can promote any product immediately. No contracts required. Looking for recurring commissions? Upsell products? ClickBank's got them. And best of all, you can make up to 75% commissions. Ready to become the next ClickBank success story? Sign up now for free at ClickBank.com. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brad Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. You're back with the Ecom Experts, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's Shauna Siegel. Welcome back, everybody, and thanks for sticking with us. If you do not have the Yahoo-style guide and you're not following along with us at the book club on Facebook, I got to tell you, you'll still love this information, and um, I'll try to make sure that we get this out on the blog tomorrow. I really enjoyed reading um, the first chapter, and one of the things that I really enjoyed most, and I don't know if a lot of people um, have seen this because most store owners that I talk to have actually not seen this before. So I really love, um, I want to share this in our chat room. And if you do a search, I believe I found it um, under Yahoo Style Guide. If you don't have the book, Yahoo Style Guide, eye tracking. And if you do have the book, it's on page four. But, you know, this really shows you where customers are coming into your site and what are they looking at first. Um, A lot of times I see websites that are putting so much information towards the bottom, including that add to cart button. And if you take a look at what's important and on your website and the things that you want your customers to, um, where your call to actions are, where your customers, where they need to make decisions and where you want them to go to next, you need to make sure that they are in this area where they're actually paying attention to. And what was really interesting, and I'm not sure if any of you picked it up, is that the customers that are coming to your site are really making decisions in as little as three seconds. Three seconds. So that's something that you really want to understand. And what's interesting is people rarely read web pages word for word. Instead, they are constantly, constantly scanning. They're always scanning. So here's another little one I'm going to put here in the um, in our chat room about sentences and how headline writing is good practice for sentence writings. You want to be concise. You want to be well-formed. Use logical word order, solid grammar. And as a matter of fact, the book um, uh, has a website that you can go to and actually test the webs, the words on your website to find out um, what grade level that you're writing. And you may think, well, I am writing in college level. 
text. No, 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 no. You don't want to do that. As a matter of fact, I wish I had put down specifically what you wanted to make it. Um, I think it was like third or fifth grade is how you wanted your text to read. You really want to keep it simple, as Tim said. And um, you also want to be able for your customers to get the gist of your page immediately. The gist of the page immediately. That was something that they also want you to do. So if you are part of that book club, we wanted you to add a page to the book club and let us see it and let us scan it for a couple of seconds and get the gist of the page and see if that was something that we needed to take a look at. Oh, here it is. Test your copies readability. That's on page 10. And you can do that. It's called Flesh Reading Ease Test. I probably didn't say that well, but it's F-L-E-S-C. H and it rates text on a 100 point scale. The higher the score, the more understandable the copy. So you want to aim for a score of 60 or higher. So it's a grade level test and you want to shoot for 6th to 8th grade reading level because that's what you're looking for for people who scan and that's what you're um, looking for there. And it has a lot of really great information in the book on page 10 and 11. And then the other one that I kind of um, thank you very much for putting that in there. And then number on page 12, I don't know if you looked, but it says a site is more usable when it's easy to navigate, meets the visitor's needs and expectations and provides a satisfying experience. And this is something that we talked about um, in the new life event and something that we keep reading in chapter one. And as I kind of skim through the other chapters, I kept seeing that you keep meeting um, your customers' expectations and that you're not misleading them. And this is something that you hear from Google Webmaster Guidelines. Um, You're seeing that in this book. You heard it from several speakers at the New Life event. You really want to make sure that you're meeting the visitor's needs. Um, One of the things that I was able to do with the Yahoo store is I use this tool called the Keyword Finder. And I was able to find keywords that my customers were using to find products on the website. But... The problem was is that when they arrived on our website, they weren't getting what they were expecting. And so, in fact, I was actually not meeting their expectations, and I did a bad job of that. And it's kind of one of those things I'm going to have to add over to uh, the Now What project because it was a really good uh, learning experience. I'll put that into our chat room. It was on the um, One Choice for Your Store blog. Just to give you um, a little hint of what happened, um, if we looked at, we were ranked number three for Lily and Will Moda Green Collection. So this is basically, it's a collection, it's green fabric, and we had six customers that were taken to specifically Lily and Will. This is what they were looking for. Lily and Will Moda Green Collection. Okay. And where they landed up uh, was the Lily and Will Green Jelly Roll. Now, Jelly Roll is a specific product, but they were looking for the entire collection. That means they wanted to look at Jelly Rolls. They wanted to look at charm packs. They wanted to look at layer cakes. They wanted to look at bolts of fabrics, but we took them to a Jelly Roll. We did not meet their expectations. We did not meet the visitor's needs, and we did not provide a satisfying experience. So this is a tool in the Yahoo store. If you're, you are using the Yahoo store, use that keyword finder to find huge mistakes like that. And if you're not using um, the Yahoo store, you can use Google Analytics. It's going to take a little bit more work to find this information, but it is really good information. And it's important that we are using this information, and then making things right. Now, another thing that um, on page 13, a big tip that was there also is the instruction click here too is wordy and sounds dated. Action steps like learn more or buy now are better choices. So if you are trying to create links and you're trying to create call to actions, Um, Remember that click here too sounds wordy and sounds dated and you don't want to sound dated. We want to be like in the now and we want to be like not awesome, but we want to be like fat, 
I think that's still in the now. I'm not sure I'd have to check with my younger kids. But anyway, you get what I'm saying. <laughs> so anyway, all right. So this is all from the Yahoo Style Guide Chapter 1. And if you want to discuss this in more detail, I hope that you will get the book. I hope that you will join us in the book club. We were trying to figure out how we were going to do this and have meetings to discuss it and how we were going to do all of this. But I think it's just better if we can talk about it more um, on the Facebook site so we can all jump in and do it anytime that we want. We're going to start reading Chapter 2 tomorrow. Um, which is really, really nice because these chapters are only 10 to 15 pages. It really, really does. So um, it gives you ideas and practice. It shows you all this great information. And one of the things that I really want you to pay attention to, um, because I was actually thinking this in my own mind on page 15, 14, 15, when it talks about ideas in practice, when you're looking at Um, writing your information. A lot of of the information that you see on home pages, you see where it's written for SEO. For those of you that have the book, look at page 15 and actually start on 14, the big, huge text, and then look at page 15 where it shows the after. Um, Page 14 shows people who are trying to do their home page for SEO. But the problem is our is that page 14 going to be for conversion or is the after what they're showing here going to help you more with conversions? So what you need to remember is you have to find the fine balance between SEO and conversion because if you get a thousand people to your site and one person buys because you've done a great job of SEO, it's not really as good as a hundred people coming to your site and one person buys because that means for every 100 people that come to your site, one person's going to buy. We like that. We don't like for every 1,000 people coming to your site, only one person buys. All right? So, everybody, I hope you've enjoyed that. Um, it goes by super fast, just like Tim said, reading these. I mean, I, 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 was one, I was thinking maybe we should do two chapters at a time because it is so small, but I really wanted to keep this very little and not that much so that we could make this very easy. Chapter two, um, I think it's, it's not even 10, it's nine pages, okay? Nine pages in the next chapter. So get to reading chapter two starting tomorrow. If you don't have the book, get on Amazon, get it. Uh, Go to your local bookstore. They do have it. And it is the Yahoo Style Guide. And thank you for being with us tonight. The Yahoo Style Guide, ultimate source book for writing, editing, creating content on a digital world. It does not matter if you have a Yahoo store or not. It's for writing blogs. It's for writing newsletters. It's for writing email. It's for writing for mobile. It's it's all about copywriting. It is an awesome, awesome page. It's an awesome, awesome book, and I'm really enjoying it. I hope you do too. We'll discuss it more next Monday, and um, I'll enjoy seeing you on Facebook this week discussing more about this book, and have a wonderful evening, everybody, and I think that's it. Bye, everybody.